This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Creep Show. The uh, tagline got cut off on my phone partway. Where did little Sally go after she got lost in the minefield? I don't know. Everywhere. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. Hot motherfucking Lanta. And I'm Troy. And uh, we and watch Creep Show. As Creep Show. Hot Lanta motherfucking. That's my alter talking, ego. Yeah, we're not talking supposed alleged real cousin Brett Sontag, two legged bringer of destruction. Family. We're talking about Brett. So, you got hot motherfucking Lanta, and there's Brett. Oh, I like to request movies periodically into the Slaughterhouse Princess boys. They're good guys. They're all, I like Troy. I like Hot Lanta. Chris, he's a fuck rag, but, you know, what are you going to do? But, but hot motherfucking Terrible movies. Yeah, that guy fucking sucks ass. I want to punch him in the fuck. That's right in the fuck. Shut up. Don't talk to me that way. Talk to me a different way. That's a different way. I don't I, like that. I'd like to punch him in the fuck. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'll do the whole podcast like that. No. Oh, well. All right. I suppose we worked that out then. I'm glad we had this little talk. Yeah. I guess we can move on to the movie then. How does the yep. movie start, Chris? From the beginning. Well, we start. John Amplis is in it, but no. not yet. Yeah, not at the beginning. He's, he's not. in it eventually. I was just saying that it's, it's he's in it. Don't it's, it's do movie. it. If Don't fucked us up to have John Amplis in a movie and not at what the beginning. What it is that you're gonna do? I know. I would just. I had to say it. I, it's been bothering me for days. So, uh, that, that. Oh, oh, sorry. Well, do it. Okay. That. That's confusing. <laughs> Shut up. You're a good guy. Read your book. What? Hotlanta confusing? What? Nah, family. So, uh, we start up from with the, the wraparound for this anthology. Yes. With nepotism. Got that mad father guy. He's drunk. Yeah. And he's uh, sick and tired of his kid reading. I don't want you to have these horror comic books. This is the worst thing a kid could do. I think what you mean is he's sick and tired of Stephen King's kid reading those comics. Yeah. And, uh, that, was, that was Mr. Joe Hill of Horns and World War Z fame. Yeah. And super good acting, by the way. Thank you. No, not you. Oh, fuck off. The kid? Oh, yeah, it was real good. No, I mean, he was a fucking kid. Like, all you had to do is be like, no, don't throw away my fucking horror comics, Dad. That poor I mean, little kid, he caught five across the eyes. It's he better sure that, than that Playboy you got in your uh, those Playboys you have in your uh, your dresser. Sex books, he said. <laughs> he yeah. meant Playboys. And no, no, dude. There's Playboys and then there's sex books. I, they are different things. I assume he was reading nothing but Cherie. Playboy is artsy. Sex books are like we. Yeah. Like, he's got like death jugs. Jugs and ammo. Spread assholes. 
Oh, Chris, you're a classy lassie. That's my favorite. The classy lassies. DP I mean, monthly. Look at them organs. Yikes, the porn. <laughs> <laughs> Gapes and japes, but I read it for the jokes. They got some really good interviews, and I could see your anus. <laughs> I thought I was going to see all the fucked up shit, and you guys did it. What the hell kind of world is this? Fisting, an anthology. See, I'm into that. I mean, something else. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway. Fuck you. Old, uh... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Read your book, nerd. Man. Sorry, guys. I, that hit me really funny. So, There's probably uh, the contempt and hate in my voice. Go ahead, Chris. So Billy, the child... Not the Zane. Accuses his father of reading Prolapse Weekly or whatever. (laughs) What? Uh, You've redeemed yourself. And so he gets struck in the face. Don't get too fucking excited about it, though. Yep. With, like, and he has, like, bruises. He he gets a nice handprint on his face for his troubles, too. Finger lines, yeah. He got smacked pretty hard in the face. That was child abuse. Yeah. And so, uh,. He calls upon the powers of ghost monsters. Not the Crypt Keeper. No, no, no. No. We Definitely can't be not the Crypt Keeper. Too clear that it's not the Crypt Keeper. This is not Tales from the Crypt. It's possibly Vault of Horror. I'm not 100% sure on that. I believe the guy that showed up at the window's name is Wispy Skeleton Man. Oh, that seems like a thing you made up. He only I mean, shows up one time, so let's go with I guess that. That's, that's better than Skeleton Jelly, I guess. So, Wispy Skeleton Man shows up at the window. Yeah. And, and he's kind like, of uh, motions and makes a facial expression that everything's going to be okay for the kid. And then the kid kind of knowingly smiles and they got some kind of deal worked out. Yep. Probably to kill that alcoholic father that's abusive to him. One soul traded for five stories. Hells yeah, that's a fair deal. Yep. So we, uh... Shut the fuck up. We kick up the story number one. No, we don't shut the fuck up. Never do. Not until the end of the show. Then it stops. (laughs) What are you smiling at? Story number one. I'm sorry. I mean, story number one. Read your first book, ho. El Dia de Papas. Yes. And uh, we meet up with this affluent family. Affluent or affluent? Affluent. Affluent. Porque no los dos. They kind of are both, I feel like. Don't be a stormy pistola. Un poco. (laughs) Caete, puto. And there you have the youngest Ed Harris I've ever seen. Yeah, but he's still bald. He was born balding. Yeah. Well, he's bald in the back. He's still got hair in the on the top and in the front. Well, a he's got bit. some, but it's receding already. Well, hey. yes, but still, he's still the youngest Ed Harris I have ever seen. Well, that's yeah, I'll give you that. But I'm just saying that he 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 was a balding infant. Yeah, the dude came that's out right. with a comb over. Yeah, dog. 
Don't even care. I'm not, I'm not saying he had like a luxurious mane. I'm just saying he actually had some hair up there. Let's just all agree that Chris sucks and we can get on and get it done. Agreed. Okay, perfect. Chris, fuck off. Read your book. Come on now. I mean, I lose because of democracy, I guess. But... I don't think that's in the book. <laughs> we all lose because of democracy, Chris. Yikes. Yeah, fuck capitalism. Come on now. Read your book. So, uh, everybody's hanging out, waiting for great aunt, name to be Crazy. determined. Bedelia! I don't know, just nutty great aunt. That's all I thought of her. Is Bedelia. Because she always Bedelia. shows up at exactly 6 o'clock on Father's Day. I thought it was like 12.30 or something. Yeah, Or was I looking at the clock upside down? You know, 12.30 is when she shows up, yes. But then sure. she spends like an hour at her dad's grave. And, uh, so they're all hanging out waiting. Crazy aunt shows up. And brother and sister are shitty to each other, and their mother is generally, like, shitty as well. Would I be wrong to say these people are quite waspy? Seems fair. No? But it's weird, because, okay, Aunt Bedelia, though, is driving with her, she's driving a, an English car. Like, the steering wheel is on the right-hand side, of the like, the right-hand side of the car. Clearly, and she's from Topsy Turvy Crazy Land. They're in a manor, and the family's name is Grantham, much like the family name in Downton Abbey, which I thought was funny. So, are they in England or are they in the United States? English states. I think they're in the U.S. Then why the fuck was her steering wheel on the wrong side of her car? Yeah, like, Chris, she's don't you a, know anything? She's not a postal worker. Yeah, she's got wrong side of the car steering wheel money. I guess. It does seem like it would be fancy and elaborate to have done to your car here in the States. Excuse me, local body shop. I would like to have the entire interior of my car flipped so that way I could drive from the right side of my car like a regular person. Can you get that done? Is that an option? Except for mail trucks? Yeah. I don't care how much it costs. I want my car retrofitted. Fritted. <laughs> retrofitted. <laughs> Something about the European Union. I don't know. Kilograms. Brexit. Yeah, Brexit. Tropical. Fuck you. Get out of here. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Chris. Read your yes, book. Yes, Chris. Leave your house, please. Uh, all right. I gotta go. I See gotta... ya. Bye. <laughs> You know where the exits are. I don't know what you're looking at me for. There's a really loud garage door you can open up and leave through. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it. Go slam around a treadmill. Here, here. Take, take, this, take this book. I'm out of here. You, right. you do this. <laughs> I, I'm fucking dealing with this. Uh, finally, six years. I'm leaving. <laughs> Any old way. Where were we? Bedelia just got there, right? Yeah, she has to go visit her dad's grave. Yeah, so she's chilling out. She goes out by dad's grave, and all the while they're telling this story. <laughs> yeah, it's about the Father's Day, the cake that he wants. And he's yeah, telling about the cake, and he's wrapping the cane on his chair. He just, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. <laughs> Hold on. No, I'm going to teach him a lesson. He'll never do that again. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah, 
But but her dad looks like fucking Bernie Sanders. Pull that book back up for me. Her yeah. dad does so, look insanely like Bernie Sanders. So he's like and, slamming uh, his cake on the or slamming his cane on the chair, saying, "I want my cake. I want my cake." Wrapping his, yeah, wrapping the the cane on the chair. Wants his cake. Wants his cake. She doesn't get it. She squirts out the icing. It looks like pink poo. It looks bad it's, though, like unhealthy poo. And she's just poo. like piling it up on top of the cake. Like she just keeps squeezing and squeezing. It's like. A mound of brain. The uh, the the kitchen worker. Day. Give me that book. You've done this. This is what you've done. I think you mean Captain Marvel. Give me my damn book. Mrs. Mrs. Danvers. The housekeeper and, uh, lady is kind of confused by, intrigued by all of this, and then it just kind of goes back to uh, Bedelia out the cemetery, I believe. Yeah, she's like drinking a bottle of Jim Beam, which also confused me because I was like, "Are we in England? Do they have?" Is Jim Beam something they drink in England? I think they would be drinking, like, I, scotch I or something. I think it's, like, England, Alabama or something like that, right? Yes. It's New Alabama. So Yeah, New Alabama Shire. So she's out getting yeah. drunk in the graveyard with I'm her... Sorry, New Alabama Shire. So she's out getting drunk in the graveyard with her uh, dead father. And he comes up out the grave, and he's all like, where's my cake? Where's my cake? I got worms coming out my mouth. I'm half dirt. Where's my cake? Am I right? Uh, yes, and who's playing uh, zombie Bernie Sanders? John Amplis. That's right. There was no train. Just a grave and some dirt yeah. and some worms. And he still wanted oh. his cake. Yep. Yeah. You want and your spot so, back? And so, like, the rest of the I'm into this. The okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the rest of the house is just like, um, it's like 6.30, fam. Like, where's the, where's Aunt Padilla? I thought you said she spent like an hour down there. It is now 6.30. I'm fucking hungry. Yeah, uh, the brother I has do, drank an you entire bottle of You could have set your clock by her, they said. You can't set your clock by this shit when it's late. Nope. And like Unless the brother drank like an entire bottle of champagne and called for another. And Ed Harris is like, I need a fucking smoke because I can't deal with this shit anymore. So he goes out. Pulls a cigarette out of one pocket of a shirt and a match out of the other and lights the match off the fucking house. It seems like this was his first time smoking, too, because he, he, he holds the match and cigarettes very awkwardly. Well, I mean, to be fair, he didn't light the filter on fire, so that's good. One time. Like, got to step up one on Chris. time. Because Chris a hoe. I did that. He's been smoking longer than I, he hadn't been smoking, and he don't know how to smoke I, right. That was the first fucking thing that sprang to mind when he lit that cigarette was up. Oh, he didn't light the filter. Got one on Chris. Do better than Chris was. <laughs> oh, shit. You're never going to live that down, Chris, on the so podcast. So Ed Harris you know. goes out. Eventually, he goes out wandering looking for Bedelia. Yeah, Amelia Bedelia out there. Yeah, and he finds an open grave that he stumbles into. Yeah, because he's and drunk on cigarettes. Yeah, he's got that cigarette drunk. And uh, he's looking at the gravestone, and for some reason, the gravestone is sliding towards his head. Yeah, and, and he doesn't like and, you know just jump up out the grave and get the fuck out of there like I would have done if there was a gravestone sliding no, to my it's head. Like, it's kind of like Austin Powers when the guy's getting run over by the the steamroller. Every time somebody says Austin Powers, I just think of that penis pump scene. Well, I mean, it's like that too, I guess. Or maybe when if he it, pees after they thaw him out. That seems pretty good too. Yeah. Or when he has trouble controlling the volume of his voice. Of his voice! Hilarious. Mm. So, the uh, gravestone smashes his brains into the grave. 
Yeah, but we noticed that. So like, okay, so the the gravestone's sliding towards him and sliding towards him. You're like, oh, zombie Bernie Sanders is pushing it towards him because. He hates people who don't give him cake. But recently but no, killed Zombie, Zombie Bernie Sanders is on the other side of the grave. Ah, from the he obelisk. was doing it with his mind, dog. Don't you know about he, zombie mind control? Bedelia was Bert, dead for some reason. She was in the grave with the guy. She was already a zombie. It's some Bernie sort Sanders, of zombie no, hollowed grounds. This is proof that Bernie Sanders is an earthbender. I like that. Psychic zombies. That is my QAnon contribution yikes i can't be on twitter anymore but that's my q contribution look for me on crazydaysandnights.net it's gonna be one of my blind my blind item reveals soon so then shitty daughter gets her head ripped off no mom lady gets her head yeah. ripped off yeah and uh then old corpsey warm mouth he's got his cake but it's that yeah. head it's the mom head. Yep. The end of that scene. And, that, uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's story one. Yeah. You're doing real good. So on to story two. I really like story two. This is the uh we got Stephen King in this one, Jordy King, we'll call him. Oh yes, Jordy King. Jordy King. The lonesome uh, death of Jordy King. He's a is a simple farmer feller. When I say uh, simple, he's very simple. I mean very simple. And he sees yeah, like a little over the top. Um, you know, I guess played. This is the most active I've ever seen Stephen King do. He's learned everything he's learned from his worm farm. That's all he can do. He's got nothing else all around him. Yeah. So anyway, we have like a color out of space situation where a meteor falls in, onto his farm. And he's all like, Tarnations! And he's like, holy shit, I can take this to the meteor department uh, at the he university. He was more like, Willikers! Look at that! Tarnation! What if I right out of the sky plummet, dude? Oh, yeah. I'm gonna take this meteor out to the, the university. I'm gonna figure me this man over the at the museum gonna give me all kinds of buckets full of money. Yeah. And stuff and then, like so, that, basically. That, that's really not too far from how Stephen King was portraying to, this guy. It's, it's too hot to pick up. Well, I'd say so, so since it came screaming out of the goddamn atmosphere, it probably would be too hot to touch. That's so still a, smoldering. You don't so touch things that are smoldering. Yep, so he goes to the to the pump and gets a pail full of water. And he throws, he throws the water it. on it. I was hoping that the meteor was going to throw the water back at the man, but it didn't. <laughs> How come no, you ain't laying into me? You're not doing a, your job right. It, it suffers thermal shock like any very hot object struck with cold water does. And yep, it cracks breaks. open. I like the uh, his little cutaways where he's his, his fantasies about talking to the museum man for his $200. Oh yeah, that's and then he lashed at his. Then he yeah, because that's life changing. And then he lashed at his uh, broken meteor. Yes. Come on, yeah. tell me I suck. What are you doing over there? But no, there's like blue glowing that. liquid oh. inside the meteor that he calls meteor shit. Meteor juice. <laughs> no, meteor shit is what he calls it. He's already got the herb from it. I wouldn't touch it no more. The 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 green herb. The meteor herb. No, at first it's just some little white blisters. That's right. 
That's always how it's it like, starts. So any old who, like, he does he none of that stuff. He has nothing wrestling. to do with the museum. He just takes it all back into the house. Yeah, and he goes and watches some pro wrestling while drinking a bottle of Ripple. Hey, dude, something, whatever gets you there is what I'm drinking. I was waiting for him to, I just was expecting to say Tipple. Because I, I was like, oh, we'll just be on the nose and call it Tipple. But they worked that on the nose, apparently. So he watches uh, some pro wrestling for a while. Yep, and he's uh, he starts getting a case of the uh, covered in green shit. Like you do. Yep. Yeah. Probably shouldn't have been finger banging all the meteors, I guess. <laughs> it only takes one, you know. So he's, got, he's got green on his fingers and uh, starts trying to get some unprotected sex with poison ivy. Throwing that the sick char- the character, grass, the moss, and weeds b- beard. Uh, and his, I don't like, know. His whole farm is being like overrun with like grass growing out of it, including like his porch and his house and his TV and his chair and his bottle of Ripple. And then uh, he gets into a bath, which I immediately thought, bro, you're covered in plants. You shouldn't get into a bath. And his dad is like, and then his you ghost get dad shows up and run his around the sun like, Wait, and expose yeah. yourself to all the photosynthesis. Like Bill Cosby ghost dad? Yeah, Bill Cosby, Ghost Dad, shows up and says, here, take some quaaludes, and also, why are you going to get into a bath? Bill Cosby jokes are different than they used to be. Yeah. Yeah. It used to just I be mean, about pudding pops. I, I still love Bill Cosby himself, but I refuse to watch it in any way that will give Bill Cosby money. So before Jordy King gets in the bath, he talks to that guy in the mirror, his Ghost dead dad. dad. Wait, and, uh, Jordy? Di- like from Star Trek? I said Jordy yeah, damn the, King. With, like LeVar Burton? With, with yeah, the with the glasses and all that mess. Yeah. Reading Rainbow and such. He was Data's friend, really. I'm gonna punch he you was. in the throat. Although he could never score with a woman ever in the show. Yeah. Why does the emotion I, chip change? Literally, bothered me. Data, Data had more sex than Jordy did in that show. That's true. It's because he had a cat. That's my theory. Well, no, he he had sex before the cat. Procreating with a cat? What are you talking because about over there? Data didn't I can fuck assure, a cat. I can assure you, Chris, that Data is fully functional. Oh, oh yeah. So dead dad's like water's like good for plants. He so meant his dick. There, you're gonna be more plant. And Jordy's like, yeah. Nah, fam. I want to be less plant than I am right now. Not more. I gotta watch. I gotta wash this plant right out of my hair. Ain't wrong. Don't look at me. No, you're the boss now. You got the book. I'm and I'm reading. You wanted it. You got it. You son of a bitch. I took it too because you because you made a stink about it. I made a stink about it. So I do got the book. I got the book. If I may continue. This is how I sound when I talk. So. So the plants. John Amplis. <laughs> so the plants get into Johnny's uh, to uh, Jordy King's brains from Star and Trek. He, uh, yes. Yeah. And then he blows his plant brains out the back of his skull. It's hard to yeah, do when people keep yelling shit. It is. He's become a shambling mound, is what he's become. I'm not sure. I guess the hardest thing is when to read, really. Yeah, he becomes swamp thing and then shoots himself in the head. 
Yep, he gets overgrowth. Yeah. It grows into his soul, and then he kills and himself. Then, and then we were showing a sign that says, uh, Portland, five miles one way. Castle Rock, 37 miles the other way. And Boston is further is for also that way, which means that Castle Rock is 42 miles between 42 miles away from Portland in the same direction as Boston. Geography. Geography it is. So now we can we can now like uh locate where where Castle Rock is on a map of Maine, even though it doesn't actually exist. End of story two. Bum, bum, story bum. three. Scranton and Smilson. Yes, Ted Danson and Leslie Nielsen. Fred and a Scranton. And a woman. Fred Scranton. And lady. So Scranton's checked out on his couch, and uh, old Nielsen, old, tell me to read my book because I don't remember how, to do that. That's how you start the narrative. I really shouldn't how have high, to. How high was Sam? Scranton, pretty high. I mean, like, do you think he was just sitting there smoking weed until uh, the naked gun showed up? I'd like to think so. The Is naked it, airplane? What did you call him the naked airplane? The naked airplane. It's, we'll go Scranton in the naked airplane. No, he's Sam. Sam Scranton. I can't actually couldn't remember his last name from this character in Cheers. Sam. Samerson. Yep, that's probably know. right. Sam and Diane. That's his name. And Diane is his last name. So Sam's taking a wee nap on the couch, and he gets wake after, up wake after getting up. really high. The weed nap, yeah. And he gets woke up by the naked gun. Naked he's airplane. All like, naked what? Airplane. Naked the airplane. Naked airplane. I'm, I'm so yes. sorry. Thank you. It seems that uh, the naked airplane's wife has been banging Sam. Yes. And the naked airplane is none too pleased with any of this. No, but he does come in and adjust his uh, VCR cables for him like a nice gentleman. Yeah. you got to respect the equipment. Yeah, to make sure to unplug and plug the router back in, Chris. Yep. <laughs> and you gotta clean the heads on your VCR from time to time, or else shit gets fucked. We should start trying to sell those VHS rewinders again. Maybe we could make some money. Malone. Sam Malone. That's his last name. Ah, oh, weird. That's good, though. I'll use that. He's Post Malone's just... grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. No. Yeah, he's pretty Malone. <laughs> yeah. That's a Chris fact in the sense it's a fact that was stated by Chris. <laughs> so anyway the naked airplane's wife was banging Sam Malone uh huh yep and uh yeah, Pre-Malone his name is Pre-Malone now yeah Pre-Malone yeah so Pre-Malone remember that it's easy yeah it is it's really not that bad so Pre-Malone <laughs> is banging the naked airplane's wife and the naked airplane is no not very excited about any of this and he has brief audio recording of his wife requesting help from some sort of unknown sticky situation she is in. Presumably that the naked airplane has captured her and is punishing her for banging Prem alone. I'm going to guess a vat of honey. That is the stickiest situation I can imagine to be one help out of. What do you think, Four Eyes? Hmm? Any ideas? That's hey. what I thought. Any old who... <laughs> They go off to the secluded mm -hmm. beach. He's got his security cameras. 
no comfort the com- comfort beach or comfort point isn't that what it's called yeah it's where and it takes people to kill them comfort station yep yeah, yeah, being dead is pretty comfortable i would imagine so yes comfort point i mean i've been comfortably numb before but never comfortably dead hey you really only get that once yeah i mean either way there's no more ah, 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 ah. that's so, true there's no more of that yeah. <laughs> that I'd all go stops. For a weed nap. You die. You just die. You're gone. You're doing real good. I know. Thank you. I'm. I'm impressed. Let me know when to continue. No. You got to yell some <laughs> more. I guess is what you said. You have to do. Argle, blargle. Zephybulabrox. Tell me all about it. Tell me to read my book. Fuck me up. Get me. Come on. It's easy, right? Making all them jokes, being funny, easy stuff. Come on, do it. Make it. Wait, dope. you're implying you're funny? Yes. <laughs> oh, weird. All right. Oh man, that, harder. That really puts a lot into perspective over the last several years. Yep. Yes, it does. <laughs> funny and confident. So, I mean, when can I? When can I get started back up? No. When you're funny and competent. Yeah. So whenever you get confident? there. Competent. Oh, I only piss myself. Competent. Oh, I'm so sorry. Incontinent? Yes. Yeah, no, you're already there, so Thank go ahead. you, finally, I can be free to be me. I can smell it from here. Good. <laughs> I hope you like yeah, it. Yeah, it's good that you did it on that side of the couch, though, where Chris usually sits. No, it's not. <laughs> it is where you usually sit, Chris. It is, but it's terrible that he pissed all over it. <laughs> hey, at least he didn't come across the couch this time. That's true. Urine is marginally better. I pissed in my own cum. Anyway, so they take him out to the beach, and, you know, the uh, naked airplane's got him at gunpoint. And he's like, hey, man, you want to see your girlfriend? And Pre Malone's like, yep. And uh, naked airplane's like, well, yeah, if you go over by that shovel and that small mound of sand. Yeah, you see that hole there? He's like, nah, family. And... Naked Airplane's like, I have a gun. And Pre Malone's like, I'm gonna go check that hole out. Yeah. They get over there, and he's still got the gun on him. And he's and, uh, Naked Airplane's like, you should go ahead and get in that hole. And Pre Malone's yeah. like, I don't want to get in the hole. And Naked Airplane's like, mm, gun still. So he gets in the hole. Uh-huh. He's like, hey. And then? You should start piling all that sand onto yourself so you can immobilize yourself. And Pre Malone's like, no, I don't think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Naked Airplane's then? like, firearm. He's like, oh, firearm. So I'll go ahead and bury and myself in the hole. And, and uh. No, you're doing good. Don't, don't lock up. Keep going. <laughs> you're really knocking it out. I'm waiting for someone to say no and then, but I guess not. <laughs> what does yours say? Uh, mine? Mine says, read your book, you fucking idiot. You don't know the line <laughs> from the movie. What does yours say, Troy? Uh, mine says, every age has its heroes. Mine says, sweet. See? Right here. That's what my book says. So Where'd they got pre Malone buried up to it. I'll see, I'll take care of this. Yeah, yeah. Unlock your phone for me so I can see your book. See, my other book says core rule book. 
So he gets Primo Malone down in the hole, and he gets him buried up to the neck, and where you just, uh... Oh, wait, no, he told him that he could, he'd be able to see his missus if he went down in the hole and all that stuff, and that's kind of why he did it, but also because the naked airplane had a gun. So, yeah. he went down in the hole? So, he was down in the hole, and he What's buried he himself down in the hole. so small? Allison changed joke, got it. Yeah. He's, uh, so he tells him he'll be able to see his girlfriend. Because he's so, the booster? Well, no, not girlfriend so much as... Is uh, he going to die? Mistress. He might, probably. It's a horror movie. People often die in He's not going to die, Yai. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, this jar of flies tells me he's not going to die, at least. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you not reading your book? <laughs> Actually, you're all fucked up on this book shit. What's yeah, going yeah, on there? The, the naked the airplane shit. shows up in his Jeep with a bunch and of And he's got the like, monitors and all that stuff. And technically, yeah. he does let him see his mistress, but yeah, it's on a screen. He, and nobody can hear him scream. Knocked over she is buried up to her neck club. across the beach. Don't talk over Troy. That's rude. The beach? No, I'm saying apparently the naked airplane, like. Like knocked over somebody's uh, like some school's AV club, grabbed like a VCR, a fucking tri a tripod with a camcorder on top and a TV, and is like, I'm gonna show you my wife now, who is buried further down the beach because she lost the toy toss. Yep, coin toss, not toy toss. Jesus Christ! No, we're going with toy toss. Yeah, I'm on. into that. <laughs> what are you doing? I just spoonerated. I just like fucking spoonerism myself. Yeah, pretty and sure. It- I'm quite the Tory Steller. Let me tell you. And I'm impressed because this guy's got like 30 grand worth of AV equipment <laughs> from back in the day. No, really what he did was just he he went on to the Stranger Things uh, st- uh, stage and just took all their AV equipment off of there. So the naked airplane doing what he has done, having both people buried up to the necks in the sand, the one guy's watching the other lady drowned and... Yeah, because the tide comes drown, so he goes back to his house to have more cups of liquor. He takes and his a shower James and he... Bond, his James Bond villain layer like painting that like rises up into the ceiling with He's a bunch of like little... TV monitors behind it. His secret security cameras and such. Yes. Yes. Uh, we're not going to talk about how he's got the sweetest velour tracksuit. I feel like that's important. I thought that was after the shower. We were really just getting to the oh, shower. Oh, no, before the shower, he's just laying in bed uncomfortably. Yeah, tell it us is... more, tell us more, Chris. Oh, I don't have the book. No, about the velour tax tracksuit, though. It's yeah, stylish I, well, I and functional. I the book, and it doesn't say velour or track or suit anywhere in the book, so that's all you. Go ahead, bud. It's stylish and functional. And comfortable. It really accentuates his necklace. I think that's the important thing to take away from the, the necklace. Blue was wild. I don't even so understand. Was it necklace of Phoenix? What was that? So, so you're saying that Leslie Nielsen's a member of the Russian mafia? That wasn't Adidas. So at best, he's just trying to be. Yeah, I mean, he has not like run run for his life through the Pine Barrens. So how Russian mafia can he be? True. Oh, dead air. That seems like your so problem, shocking. book reader. <laughs> I'm just sitting here. I'm kind of sorry. 
I don't make the book get read. <laughs> uh, Brett, how many children are under the stairs, Brett? I just sit here waiting. Oh, I've come a long way from the children under the stairs. Thank Have you. you? I can I can <laughs> help an episode. I do understand the foliage being Christo at this point. <laughs> I, uh, I mean, who who doesn't understand the foliage of being Chris? Who wants to be Chris? Well, I've never, well, nobody, I, I know that now. And I am me. I don't even want to be dog, me. You don't know when to talk, ever. You never know when it's okay to talk. <laughs> this has been a, a life-changing experience. It's good, I'm glad. You never Sometimes know you when. walk a mile in my shoes, you fucking dick. You so what we've all learned is everybody wear masks and keep six feet apart. Thank you. Not my freedoms. So anyway, so any old boy takes a shower, and because yep, uh, he's, he's got the the salt stink got, all over he's him, he's got the salt and the murder stink on him, you know, and all that stuff. And uh, he starts he hears some some suspicious noises and moving around about the house. And I would say with the security cameras and all, he's already kind of a paranoid guy. So he uh. He's looking around and stuff, and he sees the shadowy figures moving outside the curtains and all that mess. And the uh, they the, the people that he killed are now back to life and back in his house. But they're all like bloated and salty and covered in seaweed. Well, they're under they're water zombies. Yeah, they're smelling like uh, the rose that somebody gave me. You shoot them, green stuff comes out. God damn, son! You poured it like I would. <laughs> <laughs> I <Really>? love head. Oh, <laughs> uh, Christ. <laughs> but yeah, so, so naked airplanes trying to shoot dead pre-Malone and cheating wife and... Yeah, she's just like living. cheating wife like straight, in the, like straight in the forehead and she's just like, whatevs. You're right in the face. They just keep leaking green stuff and talking about how... He could hold his breath for a long time because he was telling them how they could hold their breath for a long time. And well, weird, you glossed over that. Yeah, That's then you. Uh... Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Have you never glossed over anything? Not Has once. that never come up? Not once. Hmm, I'll be damned. I'm sorry, Mister Fucking Perfection. <laughs> I'll try to work on it since it's the I'm first time just... I've done this. It's not since episode fucking four. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm doing well. For putting myself on the spot a lot. Hey, you got yourself in a classic Wishmaster situation. You what can I tell you? don't shut your damn sewer, I'm going to come across this couch. And no, I don't I mean you. move to strike you. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> I'm well aware of what you mean when you say so that. Maybe you He's going to go full Peter North on you, Chris. Maybe you should calm down. Maybe you should just relax a little bit. No. Oh, hell no. <laughs> it's only going to get worse. So That's just, not Chris how it the, works. Chris is the tensest person I know. <laughs> That's he true. Just and vibrates, and that—that that is internet tension. That's not even like real life tension. Imagine how horrifying it must be to see me actively. I—I <laughs> I don't ever want to know what that feels like. It's it, rough. Yeah. Unless there's an eclipse, like in 2024, which I believe Milltown is like literally in the path of a. Uh, the path of totality for that eclipse? They're just going to do a bunch of heroin at it. Yeah, I want to watch it. I saw one out. in Tennessee, and it fucking, like, rocked my world. 
Exactly. Yeah, man. Story four. So, it, so anyway, they take the naked airplane, bury him up to the neck, up to his neck in the beach, and then let the tide come in. And he says, I can hold my breath for a long time. Cut to comic version of that scene. Ta-da! You do real good. And I'm not just saying that in a sarcastic tone of voice. Troy almost didn't laugh, so I kind of half believe you. <laughs> hey, so, uh, story number four. The crate. Yes. So, janitor guy finds uh, the old dirty box under the old dirty stairwell. Gross. And it's like from 1834. That does sound like a bad sex act. <laughs> dirty you box the, or the you dirty stairwell. Get the dusty yeah. box out from the dirty stairwell. I'm gonna give you the old dirty box under the stairwell if you know what I'm saying. I don't, yeah. but I don't want that. Let's hear that or a rusty trombone. Take your pick. Rusty trombone. They're both awful. No. Well, I mean that one's worse because I know what that is. I guess but... it's a glass bottom boat. Maybe the other one could be worse. Yeah, it's hardly a pink sock, though. Yeah, as long as it's not a blue waffle, am I right, fellas? Goatee. Mm-hmm. Special fried rice. So anyway, the crate. Yeah. Weird. Shouldn't somebody be reading a book right about now? I'm reading it in my head. Read it out loud. I did. I said the guy found the box under the stairs. Oh, you the did. End. Okay, episode over. Let's yeah. the slaughterhouse princess. So, blah, blah, so blah, one blah. somebody Three else wants to find us, Chris. Gmail.com. Uh, so he calls the professor? And Mary Ann. And Skipper. Oh, my God. How annoying was Adrian Barbeau in this episode, in this, this story? <laughs> I love Adrian Barbeau. Call her Bobby. Or Billy. Billy. Call me Billy. Everyone dies. Oh, I'm sorry, Here. Billy. I've only had 17 drinks. Let's go get another. I don't think she was acting. I think she was just drunk. I concede. Here you go. <laughs> oh, that's not how this works. You don't just get the bitch up in the middle of it. <laughs> uh, Brett's been defeated. That's good. Yeah. Loser! Uh, so, sorry. Give me just a second. I have to savor my victory. He's got a shape of an L on his forehead. Yep. He can't hear any of this, so we can just say whatever shit we want to about him. That's true. I think but, Brett's kind of funny, and I kind of like the guy. Yeah. I don't want him to know that. I've known him for a long time. He's all right. Yeah. But anyway, so, I mean, he, could, he could stand to eat a couple more chicken wings every day, but, you know, whatever. So, uh, we're at a party. Adrian yes. Barbeau, horrible drunk. Yes. And she takes care of her husband. She's like kind of a, like, she's kind of like the stereo, like the, like the brassy wife, only like domineering. And yeah. they introduce like these two, like, uh, professor people, one's a guy and one's a girl, they're married and they're both kind of like 
Everything is so loud here. Why is everything so loud? I just want to do like mathematics and English and shit. Yeah. And uh shut up, you rapist. And Adrian wow. Barbeau's husband. That, that is an accusation, Brett. That yeah. is an accusation. I'm sorry, raper. Go ahead, Chris. Not better. Okay, it's better. No, I just said it was better. <laughs> Doesn't make it true. Uh, I'm back in the room. Go ahead, Chris. So, uh, Adrian Barbeau's husband. Thanks, Troy. Has periodic dreams of murdering her drunk ass. Fantasies, really. Murdiddly erdling her yeah, drunk dummy. ass? I know what I said. Don't you know when to talk? I know what you said, but I understand what you mean. Yeah, what you should have said. Oh. And, uh, they're having the party, uh, occasional murder dreams. Fantasy. Erdler fantasies. Yeah. God bless, Chris. His buddy, uh, Professor Other Guy. Professor Bang Students. Thanks, Troy. Real original, Chris. He, uh, he gets a phone call where the janitor is like, Hey, man, I found this box that's been under the stairs for approximately 140 years. Oh, okay, that's the did first thing else... I said, so I did that. Okay. So it's the box from the 1800s. It, I thought it said Antarctic Expedition, but it's actually Arctic Expedition. Did anyone Ex- else think this was like a uh, Beyond the uh, Mountains of Madness? What we saw was reference? Arctic Pedition. I, I thought this that. was like, I thought this was like a Shoggoth in a box. That'd have been better. Yeah. So but they, uh, continue. So uh, Professor Banks yeah, continue, Chris. Is like, all right, I'll be there in a minute. We'll check out the uh, stair box. It's probably not full of National Geographic and Rears Die, just like I initially said it was. So they uh, they drag it out. Him and the janitor. The Wait, are we dragging this out? Oh, always. We always. Okay. Good. They uh, they get the box out. They crack it open, and it turns out it's full of uh, Harry and the Hendersons. Murder Congo apes. Murder Congo apes. Even yeah. better. Named Amy. Yes. Just like that chick on the A-Team. Who was one episode of Star Trek The Next Generation where she played a trans character. Or Pan, I think. Well, non-binary, really. Yeah, that's fair. And where Riker actually like was respectful of, of their pronouns, which was nice. Yeah, that's pretty old. Yeah, like 92. 1992, fucking Star Trek could respect people's pronouns 2020 oh no i can't call someone they them instead of he or her yeah this guy gets it i call everybody it so uh that works as well everybody uh, myself chris troy strangers on the street doesn't matter just call everyone pennywise So Amy eats the janitor. Yes. Gross. Except for his boots. Boots aren't good for eating. They're very little fiber. No, they're good for walking, though. Well, that's, that's just, just what, what they do. do. <laughs> and one of these days? These boots. They're going to walk all over, over you. you. 
Good old Nancy Sinatra. Oh, yeah. That just makes me think of uh, Full Metal Jacket. Which was probably used the Nancy Sinatra version. Probably. Hell, I don't know. $5 to Buku. No soul, brother. Walk you. Those boots will walk you a long time. <laughs> so anyway, January <laughs> man gets eight. Uh, it was in the movie. It sure was, <laughs> but still. Uh, <laughs> that's like the best, most obscure line from the whole film. And that's my favorite movie of all times. And that was... Thank you. These these boots will walk you a long time? No, no soul brother. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Because mine wasn't in the movie. I was confused. <laughs> Wrong with you. Read your book, Chris! Yeah. Don't yell at him. He's so, sensitive. Uh, Read the your gen- book, Chris. The janitor gets eight. Yeah, Chris, read your book. And uh, Professor Bang Student runs out <laughs> and meets up with uh, Polo Shirt in the hallway. P.S.? Oh, like math nerd? Yeah. Like Chris. Yes, Chris is a math nerd. Bazinga. He, he will integrate the fuck out of you. Fuck you, Billy. What, you want to do some polynomials, bitch? What's up? Nope, I don't know what that is. Yeah, exactly, because I'm a math nerd and you ain't got shit. I can add and subtract, kind of. Yeah, good job, buddy. Shut up. Fuck you, nerd. Raper. And he's like, uh, man, the janitor got ate <laughs> by the, the Congo apes. Amy, I believe, is the name you're looking for? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, let's go check it out. And he just thinks that uh, Professor Bang Student murdered the guy. Bang Student. Yeah. And he gets uh, his buddy, Adrian Barbeau's husband. Yes. On the horn. And he's like, man, murder and stuff. Hey, but Adrian Barbeau went out to go like hang out with her friends, which I means probably sleep with somebody. Presumably. Yeah. Cause, I mean, and she's Barbeau. like, she is just fucking like, vicious and acidic at her husband like she is the like vitriolic wife of all vitriolic wives she's mean yeah. dog so he uh he heads over to check it out and, and uh, he's like oh shit there's like blood everywhere all of the blood and he talks to uh Professor Bang student, and he believes the story. And, and then basically tricks. Yeah, Chris, read your book, and then basically tricks his horrible wife into coming over to get eight. Yeah, he like leaves her a note that says, "Oh yeah, Professor Bang student got caught banging a student, and like I think murder murderly murdered her." And I have to go help him clean up, but you should totally come out and check this shit out because it's fucked. It's wild. Yeah. It's and, Friday. Uh, you ain't got no job. No job. You ain't got shit to do. How you get fired on your day off? They said they were stealing <laughs> boxes. It fits, you know, with the crate and boxes. 
You hear the phone ringing? Better put some water on that shit. You being corn, Smokey? So, uh... Tuck your chain. Now, don't go in there for 35 to 45 minutes. I'm going to see you for $250,000. We're going to sell out of court right now. He said his dad's hair looks like a bunch of spiders having a party on top of his head. So, uh, basically, the gist at this point is the box monster eats his bad wife. They hide all the corpses in the box and chuck it into the swamp. Uh, they put, they, don't they like chuck it to like a quarry? Uh, whatever the hell they put it. A quarry swamp. Some kind of place with water. Lake, quarry, yeah. swamp, possibly an estuary. I don't know. Faucet. Wherever they're hiding bodies these days. A cup. A large cup. They yeah. put it all into a 16-ounce cup. I, I think you mean a, a bladder buster from 7-Eleven. Drink it up. And they play chess and swear to never speak of it again. 7-Eleven? We ain't got those anywhere around here. Really? Yep. 7-Elevens are not common. I have a 7-Eleven right next to the mosque near me. Closest 7-Eleven is like an hour north up by Wright State. Yeah. No, our 7-Eleven is sandwiched between a mosque and a Starbucks. Nope. There are none of those things in Middletown. <laughs> yeah. No I live mosques, in a diverse no neighborhood. No 7-Elevens, no Starbucks. Yeah. <clears throat> Did you mean prostitute? Because there's a lot of those. Yes, we do have prostitutes. I think you mean commercial sex workers. Oh, my apologies. I do mean sex worker. Yes. I don't think so. And then uh, we're on story five. Something about bugs. Yeah. Bugs, bugs, bugs. And we meet up with uh, fucking crazy old man. Yeah. Germaphobe, I hate roaches guy. Chris. Chris is an old man. Yep. He's a Howard Hughes analog, basically. Yeah, he's got like little like suction things all over his house that he could like, that he could wipe things down with like uh Lysol rags and then they just suction out of his hand into the wherever they get disposed to. Just like Chris. <laughs> and uh yes. he's upset that his super fancy expensive apartment is supposed to be like uh, you know, a clean room, but it's full of bugs. And it's all white. Are you going to tell the story? Are you going to tell us about you? I'm tired of hearing like the, your life story. It's like it's like that scene in Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, I thought it was more like Joe's apartment. It's like both. Well, it's a it's a mix between the two. Joe's factory. If, yeah, if Tom Hanks is Willy Wonka instead of Johnny Depp. Okay. It would be this movie. Now, which part's big? I like big. Uh, I can't say that on the podcast. Whoa. Wait a second. Phrasing, Brett. Hotlanta. <laughs> Murdidly Erdler. You're doing Books. Real... Wow, how are you doing worse now that you don't have the book? That's <laughs> fucked up. Shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. Raper, read your book. So, Wait, uh, did you still ask for a waiver? Yeah. Yeah. I make okay. him sign one every time he comes over. An NDA? Or a non-compete clause? Yeah. I sign it with P. Read your book. 
Oh, he does. It's not cool. It isn't cool. It's, it's, bad. it's not a non. It's not a non-cone P clause. It's a non-compete clause. Oh, I didn't understand. Yeah, I yeah. hand him the document and the ceremonial pee bucket. I piss on it. And that's really all that I do on my end. My attorney is yeah. super mad because I show up every Tuesday with a bucket of urine. And he <laughs> says, he says to me, he says, for the 232nd consecutive Tuesday, stop Are bringing urine here. I'm not your lawyer. I'm actually a dentist. And I tell I, that guy that he's a punk and he's an attorney and he's a punk. And I may drink your pee, but I'm not going to eat your pube tart. And I tell him the same thing I told the last three attorneys I had. If you weren't a lawyer, why do I keep showing up? Brett, that's a midsummer reference for you. What is going on here? Oh, this is a uh, shit show. It's a technical yeah. term. <laughs> it's a Slaughterhouse Princess podcast episode, so it's oh, a shit good, show. Good, good. Yeah. It Fuck varies you. wildly from tolerable to intolerable. Right, you. Read your book. <laughs> well, from semi-tolerable to intolerable, I think it's fair. And uh, you're right. When you're right, you're right. Or if you ask my wife, intolerable to intolerable. I am going to... Your, wife, your wife's got it. Punch She you knows what's up. Death. She has taste. Yeah. She married me. Punch. Yikes. To <laughs> death. Anyway, bugs, apartment. Roaches. Food processor that my parents owned. Yikes. But anyway, well, we, that jumped ahead a little bit. So he gets, starts getting phone calls from people? Yeah. Well, first he makes a phone call. He's like, I can't get a hold of fucking bi- the fucking like building manager because he's on vacation. And if he's on vacation for more than like eight hours from now, he's going to be on vacation forever. And there's roaches in my clean room house and I'm probably mostly insane but I'm gonna hang up now and then some chick's gonna call me whose husband I fired for some reason killed 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 I mean either way they're just, the husband's not working for me anymore That's what yeah I'm I, I think it's implied that he fired the husband and the husband offed himself yeah. Or something like that. It's not 100% clear because I was drunk. I was too, and it was like 1 o'clock in the morning when I was watching it, so yeah, I was a little tired. Still am a little drunk. And uh, so there's more bugs. The aforementioned food processor. Oh, yeah, and I just want to go into the food processor for a minute because I saw that. I was like, holy shit, I remember this from my childhood. It was the kind that had, like, three, like, removable blades. One of them, like, sliced. One of them did, like, shredding. And then one of them, I don't remember what the, remember what the other one did. Eradicating. So it was like a matrix on the side. It had, like, low, medium, high speed for each kind of blade telling you what you should use it with. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I didn't forgot about that food processor until I saw this movie. And I was like, holy shit, I'm like five years old again in fucking Des Moines, Iowa, in my, my, the first house I ever lived in. I totally remember this food processor. And it like blew my mind for about 10 seconds. It was great. Chris is a human food processor. He turns it into something, it turns it into poo. Yeah. Yeah, That's what he tells us. 
The thing is, he poops out gold. Yeah. Chris is the golden goose. Yeah, yeah, something like it. It explains my squalor. Because <laughs> you keep flushing it, Chris. I keep telling you, don't flush it. Just put on a pair of rubber gloves and pull it out and sell it. Hey, Try to sell it to people. If it was gold, it would float. I'm pretty sure that's an accurate statement. Nah, family. <laughs> you Chris, can't. Chris once broke a toilet bowl at a stadium when he took a giant golden crap in it. You can't tell your own is gold, stupid. You just have to try to sell it to people. Yeah. Oh, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, because Chris, gold is in the eye of the beholder. Like, let them determine how much yeah, your poop is Yeah, you're worth. not really like the beholder. You're the guy that's... Let the market decide how much well, my instrument's worth. Well, you're being and you're holding exactly. it. Yeah, no. But you're not the beholder. You gotta, you're not buying it. You're making it. You know what I mean? Don't get high on uh, your own supply. I mean, what do you, what do you, what are uh, Chris Poop futures trading on the Chicago Mercantile Exchange these days? Anyway, like like September Chris shits. What are they? Like like twenty four, thirty seven. I get yeah. burned by the SEC again. I ain't even going into it. I don't know what any <laughs> that is, but I'll punch you for your shit. I think we should just we should start up a new uh, new cryptocurrency shitcoin. I'm into that. And it's more of a curious. It's it's not so much uh, you mind. We're just curious what's going to come out of Chris's ass next. Yeah. That's why it's crypto. It's always more poop. I wish "curious" was the right adjective to describe <laughs> my my problems with what's coming out. Of me. <laughs> I wish "poop" was accurate to describe what came out of your ass. <clears throat> me too. Waka waka is, waka. Is slurry? Is that the right word? Is that what I'm looking for? Yeah. A slurry of blows? Oh, it's a slurry of something. You spend one chi point? <laughs> that's a that's a Dungeons Dragons fifth edition to reference for everybody. Uh read your confounded book. So uh the phone calls continue. The uh the bug man has a, has a lay down in his hyperbolic chamber or something. I don't know what the fuck Hi- it is. Hyperbaric chamber, you mean? Yes, that one. Oh, see, you said something wrong. Aren't you dumb? Yeah, I mean, I do I, that unless all the he time. overstates, unless he overstates how great that chamber is, it's a hyperbaric chamber instead of a hyperbolic. <laughs> no, he definitely. It's got way too many exclamation points. <laughs> okay, that's hyperbolic. Yeah. It's the best chamber ever, he says to anyone who will listen. <laughs> and the uh, the cockroaches all burst out of his face and such. Yeah, because they apparently laid eggs in him at some point. And the chamber is full of a shit ton of cockroaches. And if those uh, like were actual... Thousand... They were. They cost 50 cents a piece, Chris. Holy shit. Yep. I looked it up on the. I was reading the IMDb trivia. They spent fifty cents a piece on each of those cockroaches. So that's like hundreds of thousands of dollars of cockroaches. A hundred twenty-five, I think they said it was. It was the most expensive part of the movie. Oh my god! Because there's a lot of fucking cockroaches in that room. Oh yeah, it is a lot. It's feet of cockroaches. They 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 propped up the cockroach industrial complex with that that movie. There's a market for everything, I suppose. And so he's dead. Cockroaches, yep. whatever. And then wraparound. Snort. Yep. And uh, the wraparound finishes up with Tom Savini and another guy 
Yep. They're taking out the trash because they're the trash yep. men or sanitation yep. engineers, I suppose. Garbage men. And they uh, trash eating stink bags. They see the comic book where uh, Billy, you know, the wraparound kid, what got slapped earlier. You mean Joe Hill? Old slap face. He uh, bought a voodoo doll to murder yeah. his father. Yep, kept stabbing it in the neck with a pin. Yeah. Stab, stab, neck, neck, neck. Wah, wah, wah. Green giant. That's a terrible recollection of Creep Show. Yep. Willikers. So, what do you say, Hot Lanta? I like it. I enjoyed Creep Show as a child. It stuck with me. Uh, when Bernie Sanders' corpse first popped out the ground, that has been burnt into my head since I was like seven. I've never been able to unsee that. And I'd like to think it had a bit to do with my love for horror movies now. It's one of my earliest horror movie memories. And it really held up. All five stories were pretty good. I really liked the uh, the Ted Danson, Les- Leslie Nielsen one. That was real good. That was fucked up. Mm. Leslie Nielsen is... That really shows... That was a- that was 100% a Tales from the Crypt episode. Yeah. It really shows his range, though. Both both actors' range. Um, but Ted Danson was so young in it, though. I was like, that guy looks familiar. Who the fuck is that? Oh, my God, it's Ted Danson. Yep. It's not quite, you know, dark-haired Leslie Nielsen. That'll really take you back. But that is a young Ted Danson. Um, nope, I like it. Creepshow's great. It's what anthologies should be. Uh, they were all very well produced. The Stephen King story, the one that he acted in, was amazing, and just the whole thing was great. The third, the last one's probably my least favorite, but it's not really. It's not bad. It's just my least favorite of the five stories. So I would, if you like horror movies and have not seen Creepshow, I highly recommend that you go out and watch Creepshow. It's pretty great. So, so Hotlanta, you're recommending us a two-hour-long movie. I didn't even realize it was two hours long. It is 100% a two hours long. Yeah, I am fully endorsing a two hour long movie. The Creep Show is pretty awesome. Chris, you're a hoe. What do you think? I like it. They're not all great. I mean, it's an anthology, so some are better than others. I will agree that my favorite is probably the Leslie Nielsen one. Just for Leslie Nielsen. Because when I was a younger man, my uh, exposure to Leslie Nielsen was the comedy stuff. Like most of us probably of our age. Airplanes and naked guns and all that. And just to watch it again as an adult and realize that, man, that guy's got range. Like, it also, it's the least goofy all the other ones are kind of, they definitely are reminiscent of the, like the EC comics that this is based on. Because this is all based on like the EC comics, like Vault of Horror, all that shit from back in yeah. the 50s, I think. It shares DNA with Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, it's all kind of the same vibe. But they're all, they're all fun in their own way. None of this is going to keep you up at night. None of it is terrifying. But they 
each individual story ranges from passable to pretty good. And you could do a hell of a lot worse for an anthology than this. I mean, if you're a, a seasoned vet, it's probably not going to strike the, the chord you're looking for, but this is a good entry point for horror stuff. If you're, you know, you got some friends over, maybe they're into watching fucking hardcore ridiculousness. This is a good middle-of-the-road introduction to kind of Creepy stuff is fun. It's not always just exploding guts and violence. I like exploding violent guts. But yeah, give Creepshell a watch if you haven't seen it, for sure. I don't like violently exploding guts. Not so attractive. What about violence exploding guts? Uh, what about gut violence explosions? Gut explosions? Exploding violentness? Sure, to all those. What do you say, Troy? Um. <coughs> well, I really think, now we know how you yes, really feel. Exactly. Sorry, I'm very phlegmy today. Um, I don't think I have the COVID-19, though, so that's good. Uh, Thank you, though. The first, the first one I really enjoyed, Father's Day, was fun. Um, I always like a good zombie, like, O. Henry kind of thing. Uh... The second one was okay. Like Stephen King did a decent job in it. I was kind of surprised. Smacked a lot of the color out of space, which I was fine with. Um, it was serviceable, good enough. The third one was really good. Uh, I liked the O. Henry ending to that. Um, from there on, the crate was okay. I liked that. Like he got to get rid of his really fucking annoying wife. But I kind of feel like she was probably like that when he married her. So why the fuck do you marry someone like that in the first place? Um, and then the last one just dragged on way too long. It could have been half the time that it was and it would have been fine. Uh, probably the crate too as well could have been shortened to get down to like a 90 minute instead of 120 minute uh, movie. But overall, I enjoyed this. I would recommend it. Um it apparently cleaned up uh, over the season, Halloween 3 season of The Witch in the Halloween movie season when this came out. Uh, so, And I probably rightly so. Yeah, it's, it's not hardcore horror. It's just fun. It's Tales from the Crypt kind of stuff, which is probably mo what most people recognize when you think of stuff like this. Uh, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. What are we watching next week, Chris? Well, we're going to kick off a little, little something different. And are we going to call it Anime August? I mean, we are now because you said it. Oh, yeah. So we're going to watch another August anime movies. Yeah, so which one are we starting with? Ninja Scroll. Me liking it. Uh, yeah, I think, I think Brett suggested that one. We, we basically sat down and brainstormed uh, four anime horror movies we should watch. Ninja Scrolls pretty scary. I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, because that's a blind spot for a lot of horror stuff. Yeah, but I mean, it's, there's some good horror animes out there. We may not be watching them, but Have you ever seen there. Ninja Scroll, Troy? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. I, the, the, what sticks with me the most is a certain rape scene. Ah, don't let it cross your mind. 
Yep. That's that's actually probably what I remember most out of that entire movie. It's only the only scene I can oh, envision. I don't know what that says about me. Yeah, probably burn that, your that hell. I, there's so much that I find rape shocking, and it and um, it, I remember it. There's so much good stuff in that movie. So what if other people, probably uh, Mr. LeBlanc, have an anime they want to recommend? How would they do that? Well, he could holler. Uh-huh. I mean, he's all the way up in Canada, though. That's a long way to holler. You have to holler pretty hard. Maybe if there was a more efficient way to have a communication in this day and age. If somebody would develop some sort of nets within the innards. A series like of a ser- tubes. Or what if we like could send mail like electronically? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Dial it back, bud. Or you can find us on the Facebooks because we're Slaughterhouse Princess. And we just punch mics for random reasons. <laughs> Don't worry, that shows Man. up. Yeah. Hotlanta really hates that mic. Slitter. <laughs> Said Slitter. Yeah, we heard you. Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast at gmail.com. You can find all kinds of information at slaughterhouseprincess.com. You can get a hold of us on Discord store and Patreon.slaughterhouseprincess.com. Uh, like Google Play and YouTube and barking at your Alexis to play Slaughterhouse Princess. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, I'm sorry, Matt. The proper way to get someone to play a podcast is to bark at your Alexis. Stitcher. Obviously. iTunes. All that mess. Perfect. We have shat all over the internet for a while now. Princesspodcast at gmail.com. I said that. Okay, said good. That you definitely did. I did too, <laughs> asshole. We'll go back and listen to it because I said that like the third or fourth thing. Podcast at gmail.com. We're going to go back and listen after we wrap up so I can prove Chris like, we're wrong. We're not going to do that. Also, we're on we Facebook as Slitterhouse Princess. I did say that. I know I said that. Did you say Slitter? Say, yeah. I, said, I did say Slitter. Because <laughs> that's a real thing. God. <laughs> if everyone go to Slitter.com and find us there. Then we're coming across the couch. I'm just going to strike you. Hold on, I'm looking for Slitter. Give me a second. I'll punch you in the fuck. Right, just right in the fuck, Chris. Bullseye. Come come back next time for Ninja Scroll. Chris sucks. And what other podcasts... Chris sucks. What other podcasts think Chris sucks, we'll drink about movies. Chris sucks. Bye. Chris sucks. And he plays his flute at the end.